I have a signed truck from uh, Jimmy Hoffa. Okay. Yeah. Who Who's Jimmy Hoffa? You fucking kidding I, me? I know I'm not. You it never sounds seen the Italian. Irishman? I no, I saw parts of it, but I honestly didn't like it. I didn't like yeah. the Irishman. Is that is that a character in it? Essentially, yeah. It's okay. like a main character. Like I mean, I feel like I, I'm gonna do a disservice trying to explain like truly, but like this uh-huh. is like a like a headmaster type of deal individual. Okay. Uh, for for the unions, and I want to say maybe it's junior, because this is like recently signed. Okay. So I might be mixing up like. Live, another episode of Versity Kings. We got another guest. So we got Luigi Allegrini. 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 All right, dope, brother. Dope. So uh, I was doing some uh, digging around on your shit before you hopped on, and you have your podcast, the the bigger picture. The bigger picture. Yes. Okay, I was gonna call it the bigger project. But <laughs> so it's the bigger, the bigger picture. You got. How many episodes, 30, 40 episodes, two seasons or something like yeah. that? Yeah, no, we actually only have like, I think 16, 15 episodes. Okay. It's been over a span of two years, but we haven't, we, we filmed it more like a TV show, yeah. which wasn't too beneficial for the, the show, but it's just yeah. kind of how things played out with me and my, my co-hosts and stuff. Yeah. But um, that's going to be changing very soon because I'm going to start pumping out episodes a lot more. So what are you uh, aiming for now? Episode wise, um, you know what? Just once a week, and just keep it consistent, cause. Deep, my, but like, what kind of style? The style of the podcast, like yeah. what we talk. Well, we talk about anything, like main things that. But we it's talk not going to be TV show, like you're saying. No, I meant I meant TV show. Like we film it as like a TV show season. Like it's yeah, it's okay, short. Okay. It's once a like we did the first season last year. Yeah, yeah. And then we did second season this year. Yeah, yeah. So it was like you know what I'm saying it was kind of like that TV show yep. sort of thing to it, but um. I'm going to start picking it up more where we're doing 30, 40 episodes in a season and then closing that off and starting the next one up. So. Okay, dope. And so uh, I guess what's kind of been some of your favorite episodes you've done on there? Um, probably. So we talk a lot about like, like you know, more of the deep stuff, the uh, perspective on different things. Um, probably we've talked about adversity. That's one of my favorite episodes. Um, in season one, we talked about like, uh, like just all, all sorts of things, uh, discipline. Well, this season too, discipline, self love, um, mindset, just e- everything like about perspective or in 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 that category, basically, just any anything on the more psychological side of things, if that makes sense. Yeah, so, makes sense. Yeah. Now, where'd you grow up? Uh, I grew up in Melrose Park, Illinois. Where's that? That is about twenty minutes from here. It's it's close. So I'm in Elmhurst right now. Yeah. I, I remember I told you that and um it's like fifteen minutes from there. It's it's closer to inner city, but it's not city yet. It's like it's towards that way. Now are you are you also part time school? No. Okay, so what all do you do right now? Right now I'm the podcast is my main focus and then I just started working for your company. Yeah. So I'm very grateful for that. That's been going really, really well for me. So what'd you do before? Like what did you do? Prior, so like after high school, I gave college a shot. I did like a semester of yeah. uh, College of DuPage, yep. which is the community college around here. Um, and you know, I school never was for me. Like in school, I was always like the kid who just like you know messed around a lot. Like yeah, you know, yeah. was very ADHD all over the place, stuff like that. So I like, and I knew I had potential to do things, but those things did not involve school, you know, and I'm still searching for that. Like as we speak and I I probably always will be, but that's, I think what's fun about life is it's like the journey and always applying yourself to different things to try to find what works, you know, completely agree. What was growing up for you? Like, 
Growing up was normal. I mean, you know, I I, I was uh, very blessed to have two loving parents. So, you know, they were always there for like moral support, emotional support, physical support. So I, I had a really good... Are they good... both Italian? Yes, yes. Very, very Italian family, yeah. Their, did their... So did your grandparents come from Italy or... My, my dad actually was born in Italy and at like three, four years old, he moved, he came here. What with... part of Italy? He's from Bari and my mom's family's from Naples. So how close are those two? Um, I'm not sure. I know they're, I don't think they're too close, but have you visited either? I have not, but one day I plan to, I, I definitely want have to. Have you ever been to Italy? No. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. So how'd they meet? Um, so they actually met at their friend's wedding. So I think, so it's my dad's best friend and he was marrying my mom's cousin. Yeah. So it was like a mutual wedding thing and they set, they got set up there. Yeah. And then, yeah, they met and. Cause I feel like Italian's like, you're Italian? I'm Italian. <laughs> yeah, our they, parents yeah. will love this. Yeah. So, so uh, my best friend growing up, he's a, he was Italian. So, okay. Uh, worked at his pizza shop. Pretty sure his dad was born in Italy, or at least his dad's dad was, uh-huh. and uh, built his own pizza shop. Everything like that. You yeah. Know, family recipe. We always went to his grandma's on Sunday, and I mean, she cooked everything from scratch. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's great. You know, I, I'm I'm very. I'm very prideful in my culture, but I also love learning about different other, you know, sorts of things and different cultures and all walks of life. That that's why I do the podcast mainly too, is to learn about different people. And Who's the middleweight uh, UFC Italian guy? Vi- Marvin Vittori. Yeah, yeah, Marvin yeah. Vittori. he's one of my personal favorites. Yeah. I love the UFC. So Vittori, you know, he came up short. You know, yeah, no one know. can beat Israel Adesanya. Right I know, now. no he's one can beat him. Yeah, tank. he he's on a different level than the rest of the guys, but. Vittori's definitely a top contender. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Izzy's gonna be up there for a while. He's and then, gonna. And then I saw it looks like you have an older brother. No. No. no I have an older sister. Older sister. Yes. Okay. Cool. I was creeping through your Instagram. There was a older. Was there? Do you have an older cousin or dude that looks like you? Um. What do you know? What post it was. It looked like you were in Florida. Oh yeah, those were my cousins. Okay. Cousins, cousins. And, and my dad. Yeah, we took a picture. Yeah. Okay. We were in Florida, I was like, yeah. oh, he's got an older brother. So you have one sister? Yes. Well, yes, I had two sisters. I have one sister. So, okay. yes, I actually had a sister who uh, passed away when I was very, very young. Um, so, yeah, but, you know, that's another big – that's another thing that's really been a big part of my life of, like, why I have the perspectives on things I do. Yeah. Um, I feel like that uh, showed – like, my parents always taught me, like, that's my guardian angel. Yeah, yeah. And when, you know, shit gets tough, like, to How think about that. How she pass away if you don't want me asking? Uh, no, no, not at all. I don't mind. Um, she was just – she was born disabled, like, okay. in a lot of different ways. So her yeah. life expectancy wasn't long anyways. Yeah, yeah. So it was kind of, like, expected. But, yeah. Yeah. She passed away at seven. But I got a tattoo on my arm right here for her. Yeah. She's just, like, my guardian angel. That's dope. Yeah. Look at mine. Oh, that you got a lion. It's not for a guard, it's not for a guardian angel, uh-huh. but it was kind of yeah, like bro, that, that's awesome. Grew up on the lions, I got them all over. Nice, nice. Yeah, I but I love the lion. I love the rep- representation of it for me because you know ev- I feel like you know people who you know they're they love lions or they represent something for them. Um, for me, it was always my her my sister her favorite toy when yeah. she was little was a lion yeah. and she couldn't really speak so she could like kind of sound out words and she yeah. would like rawr. You know, yeah, yeah. so my mom always said like, oh, like Gianna's like our lion. She protects us. She watches over us, that yep. sort of thing. Love so, that. yeah. So love that. That's dope. Now, what about your older sister? What does she do? Um, She is in like nuclear medicine. She. Wow. Yeah, she's so yeah, she's doing good. I'm I'm very proud of her, you know, yeah. like any younger brother. But um, she just got married and stuff like that. Yeah. So pretty exciting. That was a fun wedding. Yeah. And stuff like that. I, I love Italian her wedding husband. Yeah. Very, very Italian. Yeah. wedding. Yeah. Yeah. That's dope. So. 
That's dope. I'm, I'm ha- really happy for her. Now, was yeah. that down in Florida? No, no, that was my, I, I was at a, I did two weddings in November. That's okay. the thing about Italian families. You got weddings left and right yeah, all the time. Yeah, always got weddings. Yeah, yeah. So I was at my cousin's wedding. Congrats. His name's Joey. That that was in Naples in Florida. Yeah. So I was down there for that early November. Then late November, I'm sorry, reverse. Early November, my sister got married in Chicago. And yeah. then late, late November, I went to my cousin's wedding. Dope. Joey, yeah. So. Now, what do your parents do or what they do for work growing up? What do they do now? So we were always like, you know, middle class, like my parents don't do anything like ex- like extravagant or whatever. My my dad, um, you know, I, I pride him in this and I look up to him for this. Like he's just a very, very hard worker. He's always been super, super hardworking. He's uh, he, he's been in like the union for, I want to say, 40 years, but now he's not anymore. He works for some pharmaceutical company. And he's a, he's a supervisor there, so but he he works a lot, and you know he provides for the family. He always. Do you tell them our put, companies unionized, build build around unions. I'm sorry. Do you tell them our companies unionized? Yeah, yeah, I've been telling them all about it since I've been here. That's so all we do is yeah. pitch pitch to unions. That's been our bread yeah. and butter. I have a signed truck from uh, Jimmy Hoffa. Okay. Yeah. Who who's Jimmy Hoffa? You fucking kidding I, me? I know I'm not. You've it never sounds seen the Irishman. I no, I saw parts of it, but I honestly didn't like it. I didn't like yeah. the Irishman. Is that is that a character in it? Essentially, yeah, it's okay. like a main character. Like, I mean, I feel like I, I'm gonna do a disservice trying to explain like truly, but like this uh-huh. is like a like a head master type of deal individual okay. uh, for for the unions. And I want to say maybe it's Junior, because this is like recently signed. Okay, so I might be mixing up like. Yeah, I love all, I love all the old school Italian movies I grew up on. You know, Bronx Tale stuff like that. But yeah. Irishman, I never really gave a so chance. American labor union leader who served as the president of the International Brotherhood of Teamsters from '57 until '71. From an early age, Hoffa was a union activist, and he became an important regional figure with the IBT uh, in his mid twenties. Okay. Oh, so I'm pretty sure it's Jimmy Hoffa Jr. Yeah. But interesting. Yeah. yeah, I definitely got to check it out. I just when it first came out. I didn't just I didn't give it the chance because it was such a long movie and I, and I already I, had yeah, heard not the best and... things about it. What do you like it? Is it good? Fuck yeah, yeah. Dude. yeah. I mean, if you like if you like mob movies and different things I like do, that, yeah. and I saw like well, I was I was digging around. It's like you had some Soprano references and shit. Like yeah, that. yeah. You're, you're gonna like the movie. Just you know what I mean. I yeah. feel like I gotta give it that chance. You yeah. gotta give it a chance. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it's a phenomenal movie. Phenomenal. So, uh, growing up, where'd you go to high school? I went to uh, York High School in Elmhurst. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm, I know you had uh, Joe Gull on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. So I know Joe Gull real well. We've we've done some work together and stuff in the past. Yeah, yeah. He's That's a good dope. kid. So That's yeah, dope. But. He actually hit me up the other day. We're trying to get this kid out here to uh, do some photography work. For yeah. Me. Nice. But, yeah. Uh, he's, he's good. He's good at what he does. So Dope kid. Dope kid. So what was high school like for you? Was it fun? Was it boring? Yeah. High school was normal. It, yeah. it was... It was okay. I, I went to, you know, and, and this is not me bashing my high school. Yeah. I was very, you know, I'm, I was very blessed and I'm, I'm, you know, it was a great experience. I was around a lot of yeah. good teachers, you know, a wealthier area sort of thing, Elmhurst being. And, uh, you know, it was a good, it was just, you know, I always felt kind of like on my own. Like I never really had a place to fit in besides my group because I've been with the same group of people for like a long time. Like I've had yeah. the same group of friends. And high school at at York was very like picky picky, you know, like everyone was very like uh, yeah, secluded clicks. with their own cliques. Yes. Yeah. So and there's nothing wrong with that, but it was I'm more I'm a very outgoing person. I like to meet new people. Yeah. I like to be surrounded by a lot of people. So I you know I was it was I didn't love that part necessarily, but yeah, it was it was cool. It was it was a decent experience. So. 
So I guess with that, did you play sports growing yes. up at all? What sports did you play? Um, I like I grew up playing basketball like when I was really young. Yeah. Um, you saw how short I am, five seven. Yeah. So you know, didn't really make it anywhere at basketball. It was a big passion of mine for like a long, long time. But then when I didn't make the basketball team freshman year, me and my buddy actually Devin, who's working here now yeah. with me, we both came up on here together. Um, he we both were like, oh, let's go try wrestling. And yeah. yeah, from there I I started wrestling and I didn't really take it serious till my senior year, yeah. which I regret because now I you know I train martial arts like as a hobby on the side, yep. and I wish I had that that drive when I was younger, but yeah. it kind of came later in my life. If that makes sense. So yeah, yeah, I love wrestling. I wrestled throughout high school, and now I train uh, on the on the side Muay Thai or wrestling, jujitsu, MMA, just everything. Yeah, but I saw that, so I was curious because. I've been real heavy on a jujitsu focus. Yeah, I've been seeing that's recently. awesome. So how long have you? How long have you trained? Like, how would you? How would you grade your jujitsu? Jujitsu, like a two out of ten. Yeah. I only have some skill at it because of the wrestling background and yeah. my grappling background. But um, jujitsu, not too good at. You know that. Yeah. But I, I can definitely grapple all right. Um, but Muay Thai was what I took more serious when I was training more heavy in the past. Yeah. Is the Muay Thai more like the switch kicks and shit like yeah, that? Yeah, Muay, Th Muay Thai is just basically kickboxing. Yeah. But like, there's there's different things too. There's elbows and and uh, it's a it's much more Thailand based. What is Adesanya black belt in? Then would it be Muay Thai or? I know he was he was a kickboxer. He was a professional kickboxer. Yeah. Actually, my old coach, uh, shout out Richard Abraham, great guy. He's uh, the head coach at the gym I trained at. He was in uh, is that Glory the Kickboxing. Gym? Yes, okay. he owns Maximus Muay Thai. Okay. Um, so he uh, he fought in Glory professionally. Glory's like the highest yeah. level of kickboxing, and actually that's where Israel Adesanya came from. That he was a king yeah. in that in that realm before he made it to the UFC. So uh, yeah, it's it, what he did was kickboxing before. So where do you train now? Right now I'm I'm just working out, focusing on my body and stuff like that. But yeah. when I go back, I'll probably train Muay Thai and keep doing MMA and yeah. wrestling, just keeping keeping everything sharp and stuff like that, and keep growing. I'm trying to get more more into the the wrestling. Yeah. I think it's really good for the jujitsu. Yeah, I know for sure. Yeah. Just having that, it's like the stand up game for jujitsu. It's like yeah. having a good wrestling back. I, I trained with a lot of jujitsu guys and, and girls at my gym. But um and like they, you know, I'll say this nine out of ten I'll say this ten out of ten times. A jujitsu person will always beat a wrestler. Oh. If they're at the same level. Yeah. Or even if a wrestler's better than a decent jujitsu guy, I always think jujitsu yeah, is you're gonna shoot that yeah. single leg on me, I'm gonna guillotine the shit. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're gonna, gonna get yeah. The submissions are dangerous. Yeah, just, yeah, absolutely, so. absolutely. So, uh, I, I guess the next question I have is just kind of like presently, where, where's your life at? You know what I mean? Where are you in this present moment in your life? Where's your mind and everything like that? Um, I feel like I'm in a really good place right now. I'm, I'm definitely, you know, I'm, I'm young. I'm 20 years old, and I got a lot to learn. Absolutely. But I feel like one, of, one of the things that I'm good at is, you know, I, I try a lot of different things. I really put myself out there, and I never turn down opportunities. And I feel like. With the right amount of hard work, I'll be able to, you know, persevere that and, and, and gain something out of it. So right now I'm, I'm just trying to, you know, roll with the punches, you know, go go with the flow and, and push forward and just try to make things happen. And the podcast is something I, I've loved for so long and I've been doing it and it, it, it gives me like peace. Yeah. And it's almost like a therapy thing for me when I'm, you know, just like learning about someone else or, you know, being on someone's podcast, doing my own. Um, it's, it's always a learning experience and just learning about people is would like what it's all about. Would you say that's your biggest passion right now yeah. is probably your podcast? Mm, not right now. Cause we took a break because the guys I do it with, 
or they, school? They go to school, yeah. So two of them yeah. go to Arizona State University. Yeah. And one of them is in Kentucky, I believe. So but, are you guys all like good friends? Yes, very, very good friends. Been friends for years. So how'd you guys all come come together? Through high school, we, we were just uh, in a little bit in middle school, but we got really close. We formed a group in high school. And then after high school, um, during the pandemic, we're like, okay, everyone's stuck at home. Yeah. What should we do? You know? And we're like, you know, we all love to talk about, we all have these deep talks without cameras rolling. We all have these, yeah. these, you know, these cool talks about whatever. What are they all going to school for? Um, my buddy, Ralphie, who goes to ASU, he goes for, uh, astro, astrophysics. He's very, very smart. Yeah. He, he does some astrophysics, I believe. And then Sam, I, Sam Graybow, he also goes to ASU with Ralphie. Uh, he is, I believe, doing business. He's just, yeah. yeah. And then Santino's also doing business. My little sister just dropped out of ASU to come here. She really? Was in, she was in business. Okay. Yep. Yeah. She dropped out. She was like, why the fuck would I go to school? Yeah. Business. No, that, and you know, I think it's good for, I think school's good it's for people. It's a combination. Who, yeah. yeah. It's a combination. I'm not, yeah. I get a lot of shit on TikTok cause I made a, I made one about like, I, I see, I know you're talking about, yeah, I see like it. I had like a, a thousand frat boys or something. <laughs> <laughs> really? Like, fuck you. We love school. Like, like and, I didn't say it wasn't for, you know what I mean? For everybody. Yeah. It's definitely needed. Yeah. It, it, I think it's needed if, if you want to go towards a field that you need that degree for, Yeah, you know, but yeah. like, I know I'm just trying to be an entrepreneur and, and, you know, do multiple different things. And I yeah. know, you know, maybe for me, school's not going to be that, you yeah, know? Absolutely, so, bro. But getting into sales is the way to go. I just finished a documentary before you showed up on uh Carl icon, you know, okay. I mean? just a self-made billionaire. And he got a medical degree, and he didn't fucking use it. You know what I mean? Yeah. He went to work on Wall Street, got into sales, and then he took that knowledge and, and uh, took a loan from his uncle and bought a – I believe they explained it as a chair in okay. Wall Street or something. started his own firm and wow. capitalized on a niche of uh, essentially taking uh, a significant amount of ownership in companies that are trending down and then – I believe it was this selling the options or something. So he would sell the company back based off of an evaluation of what it technically was worth. Okay. Opposed wow. to what it was evaluated as it was currently. If that makes sense. Interesting. Yeah. But like dude had no degree. So it was like, I fucked. feel like that's what I hear about most, like very, very successful entrepreneurs. Dude had had a medical degree, not no degree. Okay. And, and like even Gary V, I know he went to school, but he didn't even yeah. use it. And he always preaches about, don't just go to school to go to school because that's what I think the does. networking is huge. A lot of these individuals, I mean, you can't like going to an Ivy League school is probably one of the best investments you could make for the, the networking opportunity. Of yeah. Like, you know, how many little fucking Zuckerbergs are running around up there? Yeah. You know what I mean? No, yeah. Like but. just ready for you to just connect with and network with. And, you know, I always tell people it's like it's a combination of, you know, obviously, who do you know? Your network's your net worth. But truly, who knows you? You know what I mean? And getting yeah. people to know you just directly corresponds with how much value you bring to that individual and and how much genuine joy you bring to them. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like when, when you set people's intentions and their agendas above yours and you focus on making other people bigger than you, you inadvertently make yourself big as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the long-term approach, but short-term money and quick money is fleeting money. It's yeah. stupid. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I definitely agree. But yeah, that's that's interesting. So I don't know what the fuck happened, but somebody in this office gave me a runny nose. Really? <laughs> yeah. But uh, who the fuck knows? Yeah. Who knows? I, I knock been, on wood. I, I've been here 
no runny nose yet. I've been here every day, so. I know, dude. I'm I'm pissed. I'm like, uh, I was like, telling everybody, I was like, I'm I'm gonna beat the hell out of somebody. <laughs> somebody gave me this runny nose, got me all messed up. Yeah. But I was gonna go to jujitsu tonight, and I was like, man, I don't want to freak these people out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I'm I'm down with it. I'll just fucking snarl. Push all through over it, yeah. It. yeah. But but especially with today's day and age with the stupid ass COVID shit. Yeah. And and shout out to, you know, anybody that's lost anybody or, or had any negative, you know, uh, impact, whether it be family, friends or people that you've known yeah. through COVID. I have, don't know anybody and I'm not vaccinated and shit like that. So yeah. I get a lot either, of shit for that, but it is what it is. Yeah. You know what I know. I, mean? I, I agree with you on that. I, I mean, you know, when it comes to COVID, I, I'm very, I try to put myself in, every, in everybody else's yeah. shoes. And, you know, I just think you should always do what's best for you. Yeah. And I think what's best for you might be different what's best for someone else. Yeah, absolutely. And that's like the best way I can put it, kind of. Yeah, I completely agree. I had my lawyer on here because I was getting a little worried about, uh, you know, just the mandates and things were going on. Because mm-hmm. I was like, I'm definitely not, you know what I mean, like trying to just submit to these stupid ass mandates. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, technically, you know, when you bring Roe versus Wade in, and that was the, the abortion case they referenced uh, years ago, uh, you know, ultimately we have, I think it's the Fifth Amendment as well, where, like, you have rights to your own, like, thank God we have rights to our yeah. own bodies, you know what I mean, our own physical beings, where it's like, it's my body, you know, my choice, yeah. essentially. So, and dude, when I look at, like, you know, some of the stock evaluations of, like, Pfizer, you know what I mean, like... Like they did like a hundred yeah. billion in sales or something over really like that. yeah wow. like over that short period of time and like the individuals that bought in and and then like you see like how like it was like it's like it was almost like a mandate to like ten x you know what I mean their their income which is yeah which is pretty weird you know yeah I wasn't me? the biggest fan of how they were marketing how it all played out yeah they were marketing the vaccine with like oh like. You get know, a vaccine, get a twenty dollar gift card if you get vaccinated. Get get a hundred dollars. Like, yeah, I don't like that because, like, I don't know. Yeah, it's just I don't. I don't even like. I don't even like to talk. Get political with stuff like yeah. that. You know, and I, I, I know, I know you're the same way. Just like you know, want to steer clear of that. Yeah. Stay focused on I'm, what I'm, I'm doing real in between, front of me. I'm real, like you know. I, I mean, some individuals would probably assume like, ah, oh, he's mixed. He's probably leftist. And then some people hear me, and 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 as they get closer to me, they're probably like. Oh fuck, he's probably like an extreme Republican. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Where he's yeah. like, he's probably an extreme rightist. But I, I, if I'm an extremist of anything, it's just of, just you know, human self love yeah. of just do whatever the fuck makes you happy as long as you're not hurting anybody. Hundred percent. So yeah. I think that's. I'm I'm very uh, in the neutral area. Like I, yeah. I, I, it blows my mind how people can pick a side. Like yeah. and oh, I don't hate them at all for that. I'm surrounded by people between left and right. Yeah. Like very heavy left, very heavy right. Yeah. But I, I see so much truth in both sides. So yeah. I that's where I lie, where I'm like, shit, I don't know. I don't know where I stand. You know, I just know that I believe in in, in good. I believe yeah. in good and I believe in right decisions. And, you know, so do you hunt at all? No, you don't like hunting. I've never hunted. Never before. hunted. Never hunted. Nobody in your family hunts. Uh, No, I have my, my brother in law. He's he lo- one of his passions. He loves to shoot, go to the range. Yeah, but I don't think he's ever hunted either. I don't I don't really know anyone in my family who's hunted. Before. Dope. So we're back. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to get back into more passions. You know what I mean? We're yep. talking about your podcast. Do you have passions outside of your podcast? Oh, yeah. I got a... Uh, we talked about MMA a little bit. Who yeah. is your favorite fighter? Ooh, favorite, favorite fighter. That's a tough one. Um, Of all time or like right now? <sighs> Both. Okay, of all time... Wow, I don't even know. I, can't, I don't even know if I could decide that. Okay, for right now, and right now in this moment, I really, really... 
I think Sean O'Malley is is really awesome. I th- I think how he's Sugar Sean doing things is different, and I love I love how he goes about that and how yeah. They always himself. say Adesanya is such a technical like striker, but I feel like Sean O'Malley's right up there with yeah. Him. Uh, he's technical. I don't know if he's as technical as is is Adesanya. I don't know, dude. Yeah. I mean, maybe just because he's in a lighter weight class, but it looks like he'd be teeing off on these cats. He does, but he's he's like the thing is Israel Adesanya is versing. The number he's making the number one contender in the middleweight division look ten levels under. Yeah, Sean O'Malley's still fighting. Yeah, fighting his way up. He's fighting his way up. Still, so he's still fighting ranked eleventh opponents. Is he in? Sean O'Malley is a featherweight. Feather band? I don't know. No, he's not bantamweight. I'm not sure. Let's look him up. I think he fights at one twenty-five, one thirty-five, one of the two. So, who's your favorite fighter of all time then? Of all time. It might so there's this guy he's not even in the UFC anymore but I he he kind of his fighting got me into into the UFC his name's Chad Mendez yeah um I I love him big fan of him so he's not with the UFC anymore but um he was one of the first fights I watched that was like wow who he fight the sports awesome I watched his first fight was against Conor McGregor that's when I first got into the UFC yeah that was probably I think 2016 2017 yeah around there so no 2016 I think. Is when I I'm don't quote me on that though I'm not sure but I see I seen that video on YouTube of him versus Connor and he obviously lost yeah. but I was like oh this guy looks pretty badass and yeah. I started checking him out and he, yeah he's a great great fighter so I don't know if I I don't I, I can't I don't think I could decide an all time favorite if I absolutely had if I had to maybe probably like GSP George St Pierre yeah just because he's another legend like an absolute legend in the sport um. So yeah, I, I think I go with GSP, GSP or Chad Mendez. Yeah. Kind of a weird pick, but I think just because like the sentimental value that yeah. Chad Mendez holds with me, because like he was one of the first fighters I watched, and he was like on his upcome when I first started watching, yep. um, the UFC. He was on his come up. So first, I think one of the, like the first major fights that really did it for me was Anderson Silva versus Chris Weidman. And, okay. And it's the it's the fight where Chris Weidman checked a leg kick. And uh, Silva snapped his leg. Okay. And I was like, like this is absolutely insane. You know what I mean? I love yeah. this, but I was I was pissed because I, for some reason, I loved Anderson Silva. I don't know how well, he's a legend. Highlights yeah, and things like that. But and then that uh, re- eventually kind of transcended and evolved into me all time and current. I would technically still consider him like eligible for fighting. Would be John John Jones. Yeah, that's that's another. That's a, he's a very controversial fighter, but yeah. You gotta put him top three at least. You got Absolutely. to because this guy was what on coke bef- the weekend before yeah, his fights, dude. and he coke, wasn't taking partying, serious taking partying, serious. and he's still just no one's comparable with him. You know, regardless of allegations, and I met a lot of fighters and shit like that. Everybody's on shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. There's oh, yeah. just there's ways that that you can just synthetically make adjustments where it's like just not mm-hmm. traced in your system, and uh, at the end of the day, dude, like I've I've fucking roll with people on heavy stacks and, and shit like that. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, it just comes down to like, who's the better fucking fighter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like, who, who's the better fighter? So I, I look at John Jones as definitely, like you said, one of those top three, I would have McGregor up there, you know? And, and yeah. And McGregor just put the sport on the map. Yeah. I he feel really like did. Cause of everybody. his, his showmanship. It was oh, just it, insane. So, yeah. So different. So, you know, just lightning. He's just lightning. Like just how he carried himself when he was, you know, yep. 
taking out all these vets and especially when he knocked out Jose Aldo, that yeah. was crazy. It's like 16 was seconds. Like, yeah, that was so, that was so absurd at the time because Jose Aldo was like one of the top contenders and yeah, and it was just like for Connor to put him out that quickly into the fight it was like wow. Yeah, it was so, nuts. Yeah, it was nuts. So you know, one of my favorite questions to ask people is kind of like food. You know, is food something that you really like? And then if so, oh, yeah. like, where's your favorite place to eat? Food. So, yeah, obviously I love food. You know, I'm a little bit of a stockier guy, so yeah. uh, always eating. Um, that favorite place to eat, uh, it, it might be – okay, so, like, uh, on a more daily basis. So I, I still work part-time for a restaurant. I've been I, – it's actually um, – so my sister – her husband, uh, it's his family as partner owners of this business. Yeah. So I work for his family owned business. Yeah. It's called Pazzi to Pizza. It's in Elmhurst. Should definitely go check it out sometime. It's a great Italian restaurant. Yeah. Um, I, I, I it's never gotten old for me. I and I've been working there for close to three years. Dang. And I love the food. Yeah. So I've been in the food industry too, with that. And um, so I probably there's my favorite place to eat on a consecutive basis or whatever. But of all time. When I was in Florida in November, I went to this uh, place called Turtle Club in Naples. I don't know if you ever heard of it. Mm-hmm. So, I haven't. okay, so it's it's a restaurant, but it's it's really cool. You're on the beach, yeah. Like you literally eat on the sand. It's very like nice, and there's tables there. But the seafood was phenomenal. It was it was ridiculous. It was the best, and I I'm, I love seafood because I grew up on it with you know Italian family Christmas and and holidays. We're always eating fish and stuff. Yeah, like what's that, a, what so. is the seven fishes or whatever? You know, I I seven fishes is a I I don't know the exact seven, but I just know what me and my family we would eat because we wouldn't like go buy a legit like seven certain fish. But really popular is like baked clams, raw clams, uh, oysters. Um, calamari shrimp octopus uh things like that those are things we would eat uh lobster just all, all different types of fish so there was no really like specific seven fishes but just the whole aspect of eating seafood on a holiday was or even on a sunday and a at a family dinner was was like what we would where does that like derive from though i'm, I'm not sure honestly i feel like my my old boss at my work, he told me when he was younger, growing up in Italy, he used to he told me this really cool story. He was like, you know, they were very poor in Italy and stuff like that. Yeah, and a lot of my family, you know, had to really, you know, work work for what they have now in America because of like how they grew up in Italy and whatnot. Yeah. So and and it's kind of it's a lot of family. So he he grew up in Italy. Um, I want to say in Sicily, and he told me this story. He was like, yeah, you know. We were real poor and we needed to eat. So what we what we do is we were really good swimmers. We lived right by the water. We'd go and we'd we jump in the water, and there would be like ships that were like grabbing, uh, pulling up all the fish, you know, like with the nets or whatever you're yeah. talking about. And and he would swim under and he would go and steal fish from this this boat or whatever. And and like he would bring it back home, cook it, clean it, and eat it. Yeah. And it was really interesting to me. And I was like, wow, that's some that's some caveman. That's some like survival shit right there. Yeah. And I was like, wow, like. And and this guy's only you know sixty sixty something years old, and to hear that that's how his his you know when he was growing up how he had to do things is like so like different world to me you know so it was, it was very interesting to hear something like that yeah but so yeah I, but I'm not sure though to answer your question like where where does that come from you know yeah. that that I think it's just kind of like how we grew up and for generations on generations kind of been you know what we what we eat and what you know stuff like that. So I guess my next question is, uh, what's your favorite movie? Favorite movie? 
You ask really tough questions. <laughs> yeah. This Favorite is, movie. I always just ask like what I what I love. Yeah. Like, I love food. I love movies. Yeah. No, I mean definitely. I, uh, Favorite movie. I gotta really think about this one. There's, there's, there's so many good movies. There's so many. Good, I like a movie that, that sits with me well. You know that like the movie like taught me something. I like yeah. learning things from film, um, and like taking it into my own life. I, I, I got a favorite show. Can I yeah. tell you my favorite show? Yes. Because this is a big part of my life that I live by. Yeah. So have you ever heard of Avatar: Last Airbender? Yeah. The the cartoon. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I am like obsessed in love with that show always yeah. have been obviously grew you know we're, we're a little around the same age yeah. a little bit growing up that's what i would watch on yep. nickelodeon and whatnot uh, i actually just got my chest done with a, a avatar piece like yeah. I'm, i got the four elements on my chest yeah so it like that show i take away so many different lessons within that into my own life yep. that are so beautiful to me you know um but yeah, that's that's my favorite show of all time, uh, hands down. How do you like the movie they made? Oh, absolutely terrible. Yeah, I don't even consider it. I don't even associate it with the show. Yeah, it was it was really bad made. There's been rumors about them making a new one, a new uh, live action. So I have you know I have high hopes that that's. Was good. there any other like show? Wasn't there a spinoff with Legend the girl? of Korra? Yeah, I also love that. That was yeah. Was it a good show? It was it was good. It wasn't as good as Avatar, but it was very good. Yeah, I, I think why I love that show so much. Is because right, I loved it when I was little, right? It was a it was a, a kid's show, a cartoon. Then I rewatched it again when I got older, and there were these messages, these things within that I was able to take away to my adult life, just yeah. morals and lessons and things that really I appreciated and wanted to live by more. You know? Did you watch it when like it was on Netflix again and like it was like yeah, real yeah, big? I is that, is that when you rewatched it? Yeah, so I watched it as a kid, always remembered it, loved it. it was so like a favorite. year or two ago, you rewatched it, is that? Yeah, probably like two years ago. that's when it was ago. real, because my whole office was watching it. I was like, yeah. what the fuck's going on? I got way back into it about two years ago, probably whenever it dropped yep. on Netflix. But um, yeah, that's al- that's always been something that like sits close to my heart, just because I love how it's, it's a cartoon, yeah. and they have this character development, and they show these different lessons and growth and just learning different things. Yeah. And that's kind of what I'm all about, is I like to you know, absorb anything that I can learn something from or, or grow from, you know? Yeah. Because I feel like if, if you're not getting 1% better every day, then, you know, then... You get 1% worse. Yeah. Maybe. So, right? Essentially, yeah. So, so, I guess, do you have a favorite book? Favorite book? I don't read, but I plan yeah. on it. I don't read and I'm... Have you audiobooked or like... I've tried. Podcasted? I've, I listen to podcasts definitely a lot. Obviously yeah. Owning my do you own have podcast. a favorite podcast? I really like Impulsive. I think Logan That's Paul where I is, get a lot of my, like, I always send to Aiden. I'm like, what can we learn from this? You know what I mean? Yeah. When I think of, like, one of the most influential people in the world right now, especially Logan to our, Paul. yeah, like, our age demographic, I'm thinking of, like, Logan Paul. Yeah. What about you? Like, Joe Rogan. Probably Joe Rogan. He, um, yeah, I yeah. feel like he hits the whole... He hits the entire... Everyone. Everything. Like, he can... And that's that's what I, I try to base my podcast off of like same thing as you impulsive Joe Rogan yeah sort of like that because you know it, like Logan Paul he's I, whether you hate him or love him he's he's a great entertainer he is yeah and he knows how to market himself correctly and the moves he makes stuff like that so I, I, I obviously have a lot of respect for that but Joe Rogan him being so unbiased with everything is yeah what I try to aspire to be, you know, like being unbiased. And I feel like I already have that skill to be unbiased, but just then meeting all these different people and learning all these different walks of life yeah. and taking it in, bringing it into my own, you know? Yeah, so. absolutely. Absolutely fire. So 
I guess uh, I hit it on the things that I wanted to hit on. I wanted to kind of go into more of like what things did you want to talk on, things we haven't covered yet. Or... Yeah, I mean, we could, we could talk about just like, you know, I could even, why, why do we podcast sort of questions like that? Like, yeah. you know, I mean, why, why do you know why you do it? Do you have a... For me, I, I think it's a combination of I get a lot of fulfillment from learning from people, mm-hmm. learning different walks of lives. Uh, I'm a very curious individual. I talk all day. You know what I mean? I get paid to talk and consult. Yeah. So it's an opportunity to kind of just shut my mouth down for an hour yeah. and just listen and uh, learn and grow. And, and I think that's probably a combination of, you know, I think the fulfillment of learning other individuals in addition to, um, I guess simultaneously, hopefully trying to, to help people yeah. with it. You know what I mean? There's, that's pretty much the gist of it. It's pretty simple. Yeah. I, I definitely, for me, why I do it, I definitely agree with that. I, uh, it brings that fulfillment, but the biggest thing for me with it is like, I, I feel like, so it brings that fulfillment, but doing a podcast, it allows me a place to get vulnerable. And I've seen, I've, I've gotten, you know, obviously I'm a, I'm a smaller platform, only a couple hundred subscribers, stuff like that. But the people who do watch and are and do appreciate the podcast, they we, we've gotten these messages just throughout the two years of our podcast from people just saying, wow, like this, like this episode was like so important to me. Like, thank you so much. Like it helped yeah. me like realize things or it, it just made me feel good. Like, so I, I think that that's what makes me so like, it makes me feel so good inside because I know all I'm doing is just trying to have a conversation about something that might be important to someone out there, you know, and and especially if I'm passionate about the conversation or the topic, I'm going to go like really, really into it. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's all worth it because I'm getting inner peace and fulfillment for speaking on these different topics. And then there's someone out there who might be battling their own demons that they can relate and they see how I'm trying to work out through these different problems or whatnot. So like, like, like I said, you know, I've talked a lot about like, just like people's adversities and self-love, discipline, different things like that. Very like, very like that sort of field, uh, you know, whatever you would consider it. But, um, you know, just getting vulnerable and just being, you know, like trying to problem solve on a topic with someone and just figure out what it is, you know, sort of that thing. It's kind of, it's like a, it's a tricky field, but it's, it's a beautiful art. I feel like just being able to be human and talk to someone and, and ask them questions about themselves and, and, and go along with that. Yeah. So yeah, no, I completely agree. What about your future? Future, future goals. Where do you see yourself? Where do you want to live? What do you want to have drive? You know, girl, kids, all that. I, I have such a respect for people who their drive, right? Their drive is, is, is money. Not, not that like, and I'm saying that's a good thing because it is, you know, you can, if you want to push yourself to make a lot of money, help the people around you, money buys freedom. Yeah. I think money's great for me. Deep down money's never been something that has given me fulfillment. I don't think it will ever be, but what will give me fulfillment is finally retiring my parents, letting them enjoy the rest of their years, giving back to my family. Like, like that's, that's my overall goal. And where I see myself is, I definitely want to, you know, keep rolling with, with the sales because I, I've, I've always felt like I had, I had a thing for sales, like where I, I, I could just, I, I appreciate talking to people. It's, it's one of my, one of my many passions, just like really talking to people and, and doing stuff like that. So, I mean, the goal is to do sales and it, hopefully if that does well for me, you know, start making good income and, and being able to open up other businesses and stuff like that and just be an entrepreneur and be able to live with freedom. 
and and be able to you know give back to the world with podcasting or or just you know helping someone because that's the overall goal is to just you know help other people at the end of the day for me so do you want to stay in chicago I do. I, I I'm I'm a homebody. I really do love Chicago, but I, I you know vacationing would be great and going different places to meet new people and for business, of course, I don't mind that. But because of my base, because of I'm so I have such a big family and I'm very close with all of them. Um, I feel like I'll always be here because I always want to be around them, you know. And I feel like it always keep me grounded, no matter where my life takes me. I'll always have you know my my Zia, which is aunt in Italian, to go back to her house sit around with the family and just bullshit shoot the shit eat the food and just you know be be a family stuff like that yeah and and i'm I'm grateful for that because i know a lot of a lot of kids a lot of people don't have that you know they don't have that they don't have you know that a solid family base where they can go back and they can talk and and you know and, and get advice and be like hey i'm dealing with this right now can can you help me with this or just have have that comfort of family around you know yeah so i i know i'm very privileged for that and I, i'm grateful for it and that's why like i try to be I try to love everyone I speak to, and I try to, you know, give that that comfort to anyone who might not have that. You know what I'm saying? So it comes down to that for me. Where do you think the world's going to be in the next like five, ten years? Man, I don't know. I mean, you know, I feel like, you know, obviously, you know, world the world's crazy. The world's crazy. It always has been. It always will. It always will be. But I think it just it comes down to the core. It comes down to how parents are raising their kids. If parents are staying in their kid's life, you know, stuff like that. And like, you know, there, but there's also so much you can do for someone, you know, you can guide someone in the right direction. You can give them all, all the, you can give them, you can open all the doors for them, but it's, it's up to them if they want to walk through them, you know? Yeah. So it comes down to that. I don't know. I don't know where the world world's going to be at, but that that's why like a big part of mine and it's a huge goal, but I want to be able to affect the world, you know, just by like giving off my energy and being positive and like, you know, just like helping people basically just with just with words and just with actions when i'm able to you know stuff like that who do you think you look up to the most in the world probably my dad yeah i look up to my dad and uh my, my dad's been through a lot you know he he uh he lost a daughter like we were talking about earlier and um he about about a year and a half ago now he uh he got uh diagnosed with aml uh a myeloid leukemia so he battled through that and that was a that was a really tough time in my life and it was but it was also a big it was i learned a lot from it and i be i i grew a lot from it if that makes sense i stepped up and became you know a, a better man from it if that makes sense it, it was definitely a tough challenge but it's stuff like that that makes me want to work so hard in my own life to give back to his you know so thank god you know he's doing really well now so i'm i, I count my blessings every day for that because you know he he had a really hard time you know and with covid and everything we, we you know visitors were really off the table in the hospital yeah. to, to visit my dad and stuff like that. But my, my dad is one of the most, if you ever meet him, one of the most positive people you will ever meet. And, and even during his darkest times, he always said like, you know, I'm, I'm down right now, but I know I'm going to get through it. Like his perseverance is like absurd. And I look up to that so much Yeah, and I want to be, you know, I'm, I hope to be half the man he is one day, if that makes sense. So do you think the most important lesson he ever taught you was to kind of just persevere in the face of adversity? Yeah. And, and even during the darkest times, you know, of course, you know, don't be delusional. And by no means do I, am I a delusional person where I'm always happy and stuff like that. And, and nor is he. But he always kept the chip on his shoulder during the dark times. He obviously he made it clear like, yeah, like, you know, you could see it on his face. He's not in a good place right now. But 
with time he will be and he knew that and he kept fighting you know every day to to be healthy again to take care of his family you know so it was it was stuff like that his actions his uh his mentality that really made me want to become better and stuff like that and and i i touched about it a little bit on the podcast and and that's that's what i mean with the vulnerability thing because i get vulnerable on my podcast and you know i talk to my friends about you know these situations we don't go too in depth in them but we talk about the moral aspect of them and someone out there is going to be able to relate to that someone out there has a sick parent or someone who is going through something or something like that and it might be a dark time for them but they you know they they keep working they keep pushing through yeah so yeah it's fire so anything else on your heart on your mind not at the moment right now i'm just focused i want to start grinding i want to start you know really really putting myself out there putting in the work and and start seeing success from it because you know i like yeah that's all it comes down to i just when will you when will you be licensed uh soon i so i just finished my class so uh gonna schedule the test soon I'll be studying these next couple of days, so I'm excited and I'm grateful for you, man. Because yeah, you know, you, you talked to Devin, you gave me this opportunity, and I, I, I'm I'm very I'm forever appreciative for it. You know, I'm excited. I always tell everybody, you know, because you mentioned you know if sales works out, sales works out. It's just a matter of when will yeah. sales work out because it's a numbers game. It's not a selling game. For sure. If you just stick it out, long term perspective with everything that you know throughout the podcast we discussed throughout your podcast. Uh, you've created in regard to overcoming adversity and persevering and being realistic, but also optimistic yep. and not allowing negativity to overtake you or overcome you. You make it, you know what I mean? Everybody, everybody's in sales. Yeah. You know, it's just a matter of making sure you're in the right, the right vehicle. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think the financial services is the number one industry that produces the most, you know, millionaires. And like you said, money isn't yeah. going to, you know, be everything, but it brings freedom. So it's absolutely oh, necessary. Yeah. So uh, where can people find you? Uh, yeah, so people can find me on uh, Instagram, Luigi.Allegrini, and then our YouTube, TBP, The Bigger Picture Podcast. If you just, yeah, if you look up TBP Podcast, it should pop up. So, yes. Or it's in my uh, description on Instagram. So, yeah, go check out our YouTube videos. Um, definitely going to be posting more there soon, talking yep. about anything, interesting guests, stuff like that. You, you said you're going to be hopping on soon, so yes. that'll be exciting. Can't wait to pick your brain. Yes, so. Bro. And Same shout out, awesome. shout out to your boys as well, your friends. Thank you. Yeah, shout Sam. out Ralphie Ortiz, Santino Domingo, and Sam Graybow. Let's go. Shout out to you guys. Another episode in the books. Another hour down. Let's go. Peace.